And stickers? How do you and get stickers? stickers? What the shit? Because wait, well, we need to record this. <laughs> oh yeah, we're recording right now. Don't worry. Okay, this is awesome. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I think we're ready. Are we ready? Do you want to do the intro? You just want to be like, hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, hi guys, hi. I guess we're doing it right now. We are kind of doing it right now. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. Yep, we're here. Yeah, we are here. At Malarkey's at 445 Tacoma Avenue South. Yeah, There's chicken are. wings in, or chicken strips in Tacoma. Chicken strips? Oh, I'm so oh. excited about chicken strips. Are, have you been thinking about them? Dude, I think about them all the time. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> Brogan. The in the world. That's Brogan. I'm Justin. And I'm Scott. There's Scott. Excellent. Okay, so we got that out of the way. Perfect. So go back to the chicken strips. Did They're somebody order some? I'm going to order some. Okay. I'm not going to order them right this second. Oh, really? But I, I should. I guess the last time, so the last time we recorded here, we did the first three episodes coming back, and we had um, we had a uh, like like eight different orders of tater tots. <laughs> so I think we got to kind of stagger them because at the end they were just cold tater tots, and I don't like tater tots. We I'm did. You don't like tater tots? I do not. Okay, so that was the issue because we almost got into a fight about the tater tots. Which was weird. Well, oh, yeah. I didn't realize and you were like... And I didn't realize that you didn't like tater tots, and that was the issue. Yeah. What do you call that? Like a tater hater? Ta- oh, yeah. He is a tater hater. <laughs> Hating on taters. I don't like tater tots. I was sad that they didn't have the steak fries, and homie charged me. Well, yeah. That's what's going to happen. Ooh, I got some coffee. Thank you. Well, you are in Tacoma, sir. I know. What are you, what are you, <laughs> what are you asking for? Nothing. You don't like I... your fucking potatoes? What? <laughs> <laughs> you got a fucking issue, bro? Oh, my God. Okay, so a little bit of odds and ends. Brogan, you took, uh, you invited everyone, uh, and uh, Scott didn't show up, but we won't talk about that, uh, to the, uh, a new tiki bar. In Tacoma. So, so one of our earlier episodes uh, with Mr. Jason Alexander from Tacoma Cabana down there on 9th and Pacific Avenue. Yep. He opened another location off of 4th and Opera Alley right there by Puget Sound Pizza and uh, directly across the way from Over the Moon Cafe. And it's a very Disneyland-feeling piratey rum bar. Yes. Oh. And I figured since he was so awesome to us and we're really excited about Tacoma business anyway we should probably go and see what that looks like on his opening week yeah and so I don't know when this is going to get released but it opened up mid uh, mid January yep and we went at the beginning of February and it's called the Devil's Reef yeah we went the week after we went the week of their opening oh okay okay and uh first off yeah the it was beautiful like the indoors is insanely beautiful. Yeah, it's like everything that Disneyland has got going on and all of their restaurants except for it's right in a little nook there in uh, downtown Tacoma. Yeah, right now there's not a whole lot of signage. So no, you he can still walk- does not. We went there Friday night. Oh, really? Again, seven days later, and there's still not a sign. So it's kind of backed into a little cove inside. It's, cove is kind of funny. It's, it's the old B-sharp right? coffee shop. They call that like Opera Alley or yeah, something? Yeah, it's Opera right? Alley. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, that's a neat spot for anything. Like once you know that that spot's there, it's like you, you yeah, go. Yeah, there's all sorts of shit hell. right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of Silica. Crazy. Our homies over at Silica. Are they still open? Ah, oh, God, I don't know. I think they closed. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, poor Black Jesus. I know. Oh, Black mm. Jesus. Yeah, that's we, where we met Black Jesus. That's where we met Black <laughs> Jesus. In a in a back out in a back room behind Silica. So yeah, d- wow. The Devil's Reef has all sorts of crazy. Like they got cannons up on the walls. They've got little cute cabanas because it's a tiki bar with kind of a darker Pirates of the Car- uh, Caribbean, Caribbean, however the hell you say it, sort of vibe. Which how is fun. You, how do you say it? Uh, I say Caribbean, What's and I say way? Caribbean. I don't know. It's a bit, it depends. Does it? Yeah. I mean, like, can you usually I, actually I think use both ways are proper from wow. what I've read? Yeah. Because I think dork. you can. I think you go on a Caribbean cruise, or you are visiting the Caribbean, Caribbean islands. Yeah, see? Yeah. Caribbean Islands. Uh, I don't like Caribbean, Caribbean Islands. Yeah. Caribbeaner Islands. <laughs> wow. Jesus. What? That's not the, racist. No. That's a mountain climbing piece of climbing. utility. Oh, a carabiner. Yeah. A carabiner. You're right. 
now, Am I the now, racist if, for now, thinking that? Now, if I, I think you are. Now, if you are from the Caribbean and I call you a carabiner, that's a very different then problem. That is totally That is absolutely inappropriate. <laughs> all right, all right. So <laughs> definitely check out uh, check out The Devil's Reef. I want to hear what people think about it because I thought it was pretty great. Prices are a little seattle I didn't think so. Their food was very reasonable. Now, their drinks are expensive. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But And also, at the same point, they're Tacoma pours. Yeah, like, but the, I was really good after one drink. They yeah, have man. rum from all over the world in there. That's the he thing. has like 180 different kinds of rum. Really? He doesn't, he yeah. doesn't mess around like, with his rum. I know, he had, I know he had a drink with oh, you didn't, in it. Oh, you just didn't go over to the bar. No. Oh, you got to go look at the bar. No, I just hung out in the little cabana because we had like 800 people and I didn't want to lose my seat. Yeah, this is true. You move your meat. Yeah. You lose your seat. Yeah. But it's, it's a lot of fun, so definitely check it out. I want to check it out. All right, let's get to our guest this morning because he's just been sitting here staring at us, and I don't blame him. <laughs> so we've got Derek. Um, I'm going to totally butcher your last name, so do that for me, buddy. Yeah, uh, it's Derek Graziano. Hey, Derek. Uh, and you are with the Sometimes Geek Podcast. And tell us a little bit about your uh, podcast, sir. Yeah, so the Sometimes Geek Podcast is a weekly video game news uh, headline review and game review kept to a short form, typically 15 to 20 minute episodes. Oh, nice. Uh, just covering the major stuff out there, none of the fluff pieces that you find on Kotaku, IGN, Polygon, the whole gamut. So you're going strictly news? Strictly news, uh, I did actually just recently, I think I have three episodes up now, uh, roll out the Sometimes Geek Levels Up series where we do more of a deep dive conversational podcast. Nice. Uh, Those are coming out every two weeks. Uh, So far I've done a 2018 roundtable, games prediction, kind of what we're looking forward to. I did an episode talking to my brother, who is a chiptune DJ in Seattle. Oh, what? Really? (laughs) We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Nerds just fell out of the ceiling. (laughs) Did you guys hear that? Holy shit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we did a whole episode uh, talking about chiptune, and then the one I just released on Friday was with another podcaster friend of mine talking about video game movies. Oh, nice. Nice. That's funny. I just recently had a conversation. We might have to bring that up, too. Um, So people can find it at sometimescgeek.com. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm going to assume that you're on iTunes and all that fun stuff as well. Yeah, iTunes, Google Play, even Spotify, so... You can look for it there. I believe I'm even on the Amazon Echo if you, say, play the Sometimes Geek podcast. Really? It'll, it'll pop up. Yeah. Nice. I think we tried to get that to work, and I don't know if, it, I don't know if it'll do anything. How does I, I don't, I don't understand, say, Alexa. You say, hey, Alexa, play the Sometimes Geek podcast, and then it'll do and it. It'll do it. And then it just interrupted this. And yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Totally no, no that's up. why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so people driving right now? Just oh. reset it. Alexa, volume 11. Hey Siri, <laughs> what is the temperature of the sun? So Brogan totally did a stop take at Chip Tunes. Yeah, what the hell is it? Yeah, you got to explain oh, Chip Tunes. Just Brogan. <laughs> just Brogan. Hey, I know exactly. I like what Doritos. It is. Like, no, they're not. A, they're not. not it's not, not music. Like, it's not, not like music about stone all those food. tracks are about just really crunchy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Chip Tune is uh, if you think like classic eight bit style video games on the NES, the Sega stuff like that. Excite Bike. Excite Bike. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the very digitized synth style of music, and so Chip Tune. It's eight bit MIDI music. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, okay. and a lot of them will create it with old school. Uh, I think they're called DMG01 uh, Game Boys, the big gray bricks. Yeah. Uh, oh, like it's kind of like the band Gunship. On. And they're actually like using like a Game Boy. I didn't realize yeah. that. I figured yeah. it was just like a keyboard with uh, with some settings for chiptune settings. No, he actually, my brother specifically, as well as a bunch of his friends, actually used the Game Boys. And he has a uh, program loaded up on a ROM cart, so it's... Oh, just like cool. loading up a ROM on a computer wow. on a cartridge that runs uh, LSDJ, and it's just little, basically tracks of hexadecimal that he's changing to change pitch tune. Wow, the whole deal. So that could, wow, that's like super technical. I really thought it was essentially just doing like DJ work or keyboard work, and it, that's so much more. Right, that's what you would think is they just did it through software. Or yeah, something. They're like mm-hmm. oh, okay, you made it sound like a old video game, big deal. Right? I guess that makes a lot more sense now too because a lot of the songs are super intricate. Uh, uh, one of my, yeah, there you go. Broken found some. <laughs> Dude, we might have to do an intro with this one day. Yeah, talk to your brother. Okay, Can we yeah. get an intro? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That would be, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> be so tight. He actually did the intro to my Shut podcast. Up, oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, right. It's not chip tune, but it's got that feel to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool, man. That is amazing. And, God, that's just like, 
Like I've always thought about maybe wanting to do something along those lines, and I spent money on a keyboard, and I've used it for one intro. Oh, dude, I have two <laughs> guitars and a keyboard in my house, and and none of nobody plays music but my daughter. Like I, I just get on it and like hammer on shit. I'm like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> most like, of the time, nothing. most of the time with me is when I'm stoned, and I'm just like, I'll hit, I'll hit a loop, and I'll start going with that, and then I'll just start recording it to see what I can get out of it, and I'll kind of go <laughs> along with it, and then I'll listen to it a couple hours later, and then I'll edit out all the things that. I did. Hey, you just, just keep the loop. Me. Did oh. I throw some stuff at you? Oh, my pen. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that pen's gone. Well, that part of it. Well, now it's it belongs to the floor of the drag queen. Oh yeah, we. That's good there. That is, <laughs> that is you good. laugh, but yeah, there's a reason why I won't get too close to this microphone. <laughs> oh yeah, that one doesn't have a condom on it. No. Oh, we got some. Do you want to throw one on there? Oh no, I, I like riding like dirty. <laughs> So, how many podcasts have you, uh, how many episodes have you done so far? Uh, I think I'm up to, oh, what did I just post? Like 75 now, oh, plus shit, so the bonus episodes. It. Is it yeah. like, is it is it weekly, or how however do you do it? Uh, the Gaming News Recap is a weekly show. Mm-hmm. The Sometimes Geek Levels Up series is kind of bi-weekly. I'm not really sticking to a schedule with it, just because, either based on guests that I can bring on, yeah. or things i actually want to talk about i don't want to force that yeah yeah and that's a good point about that i mean you can be passionate about a lot of things but when you're doing geek stuff um a lot of other geeks can definitely tell when you are not passionate about something and it's just like uh yeah this thing is happening and this is going on and someone's gonna get you with the minutiae of whatever it is because how many people are well now with the internet man Everyone, oh, yeah. everyone has an opinion, and, and most they're of the time- watching. They're all watching, <laughs> and specifically with gaming, yeah, you have all of the trolls, and oh yeah, just everyone that wants to chime in. And even when I got back to starting a podcast, like I tried to do YouTube videos before that, and it failed horribly because I realized I can't play games and talk at the same time. <laughs> That's I, I've tried to do some streaming and stuff on Twitch, and most of the time it's me just sitting there. Mm-hmm. And playing, and then be like, "Oh, there's one person there. Hey, say something. You know, type something if you want me to say something." And, and then, then you I, respond like two minutes after yeah, the fact, and I or I just stop paying attention, and yep. I'm like, "I'm getting really into the game." <laughs> you need to work on your monologuing, sir. Uh, why? Because I did more talking than playing when I streamed, and I just talked to really? myself. It's really? great. I don't. Yeah, it's just those. I look. I, I don't see any any viewers, so I'm just like, okay, whatever. I don't need to talk, and then I don't pay attention to any of it. Yeah. And then I get into the game most yeah. of the time. Most of the time, video gaming is. Like, I tried to do like this whole me. like sexual harassment and Nidrosal and World of Warcraft thing, where I just went around and interacted inappropriately with NPCs. That's not and surprising. I, nobody would watch, <laughs> and I just did more talking because they were like, already doing that themselves. Yeah. Were you at least a panda, so you could be sexual harassment panda? No, you can't start in the Night Elf Zone as a panda. Ah, you can get there pretty quickly though. Not with a character named Knockin' Boots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, what games are you playing, Derek? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I play just about everything. Uh, right now, I'm play- I just played through Celeste, which is a uh, Super Meat Boy-style platform. Oh. Meat Boy? What's a Meat Boy? Super Meat Boy? Uh-oh. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, no, Derek. Go explain it. No, no, no. I want okay. you to explain. I want you to explain. Uh, Super Meat Boy is basically a puzzle not really puzzle but more of a platforming adventure game where you're trying to get from point a to point b which should be super simple but it's extremely hard and makes you want to break a controller yeah think like think like like mario brothers like okay so brothers so it's not a lifestyle choice it is like ghost and goblins that was really hard uh ghost and goblins was a fucking pain in the ass yeah man kind of kind of like that i would say that it's like even harder than like ninja gaiden which ninja gaiden I guess one. all of them. The first one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. All of them yeah. are so super hard. That was yeah. that was one of Ghosts those. and Goblins to me is the hardest game ever. I got the uh, the Super Nintendo Classic, mm-hmm. and it's got Super Ghosts and Goblins on it, and I still haven't gotten past the first level. Uh, me neither. And it's one of the most frustrating, mm-hmm. one of the uber most frustrating. I'm, I've been spending a lot of time yeah. on Final no Fantasy save points. right now. Like, you just got to go. Here's the beauty of uh, deep. the Super Nintendo Classic. You can hit the reset button, and then it'll take you back to the menu, and you can save. 
So you can save the spot where you're at. So what you're saying is you've got a cheat code, Nintendo. Damn right. And you're basically you saving guys... every, like, three steps you take. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like Game Genie. Yeah. It's like Game Genie. Okay. It's like the mm-hmm. King of Kong guy. That's what he was doing, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay, this is a perfect thing to bring up, too. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you... Did you send out the link or something? About what? So, okay, no. Uh, our Maybe our buddy Teddy, because uh, I follow him on Facebook. So you know the, the King of Kong. The yep. whole thing, oh, that that Billy Mitchell versus yep. Steve Weeby and all that shit. Okay, Weeby. so uh, Twin Galaxies just went through. The the guy who keeps the score on Donkey Kong went through and found out that uh, nobody has actually ever witnessed Billy Mitchell getting all of his high scores. And then they were looking at some of the, and this is super technical nerdy bullshit, <laughs> <laughs> like 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 the way that the screen was loading the game yeah the screen refresh rate yeah. On, yeah. on the original game went from top to bottom right and the yeah the- emulator went from left to right right and so they figured out that billy had never actually done them on original um motherboards for oh. donkey kong so they've wiped his score and the moderator of is that billy mitchell score, the one with the mullet or the yeah. one that works yeah. From yeah. 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 yeah with the okay. hot sh- yeah with the hot sauce oh that billy makes mitchell's me so hot sauce. happy yeah. he has oh, yeah. hot sauce oh, he yeah. did he did yeah <laughs> Amazon. it's probably like nuclear or something like that he's like, it's like mm. i i wouldn't trust it Personally, but yeah, that's what they're saying. Is he recorded it on an emulator oh, and, no. and, and submitted a video? That's what other people are saying, not me. And well, no one has <laughs> in, any original like footage or anything from him doing it. And there were like no witnesses of him getting yeah. anything. That, that's like, that's his well, re- there response. Was a, yeah. There was a documentary called The King of Kong, right. mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which I think they even brought that up yep. that no one had ever seen it. Yeah. And just recently, and I'm going to blank on the guy's name, but he held the. Uh, world record for pole position, which was a Atari drag racing. I love that game. game. That game was fun too. That even the developers who had worked on the original game ran it through simulations and said there is no physical way <laughs> <laughs> that his score is standing up, and it's a record that he had for like five years. Oh yeah. man! Wow, that's so. F- like I understand wanting glory. And getting the tops. But it's the same thing as I see on these fucking little stupid app games where I'm like, I got second place. I've got 34,000 points. Oh, first place has 17 million. <laughs> right. Like, yep. it's like, why do you need to cheat at these stupid games? You're not getting anything out of it. Well, they're winning. They, you, they are. They can say that they are number one. Right. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. See, that's like the whole thing that pisses me off. Then I look at it and I get the, the nihilist vision of... Why the fuck am I even playing this game, dude? I can't. I can't sign up for like um, like Google Play on my on my phone, my Android. Mm-hmm. I, I won't sign up because I don't want to see the leaderboards because I'm just too competitive. I'm I, like, fuck I those want people. To. I want to see <laughs> them, and then I want to say fuck you. That's my problem. Is I want to actually say that. No, and then you fall down the rabbit hole of all the clicker games, which are the worst time sink in the world. Literally, all you're doing is just tapping the screen every right. once yeah. in a while, saying, "Okay, cool points. Oh, and now it's automated." All right, now I can click faster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or anything that's like... It's not a game. I, no. You're just like, yeah, it was, it was like... Yeah, any of the tapping games. Any mm-hmm. of them. Ugh. I think I've played like four or five of them. Myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've played a ton of them. That's every game on your phone. Yeah. Every game on your that phone That is you not tap. true. I have only high-quality games on my phone, and I would I would like it if you would shut the fuck up about them. See, which high-quality game? You run oh, Hearthstone, bro. right? I have Hearthstone, but oh. the, my new oh, one? My one. new one? You want to see this one. shit? Check that this thing one. out. It's called Arena of Valor. It's Arena a five v five v five MOBA battler like oh ooh. like Vainglory. I've heard of that oh, one too. Oh, Vainglory is dog shit by comparison. <laughs> ooh, oh shit, we got video game mobile snobby. Oh man, and it's oh, a it's, it's a so much. Oh, better. you see, yeah, you you played a lot. Of, you didn't play League, did you? Or did you play a lot? Of uh, I did not like League. I am a Heroes of the Storm oh, that's player right. yeah, and yeah. a Hearthstone player. Those are my two primary and, PC games. World of Warcraft. He's a Blizzard fan. Boy. I was say he's got the uh, the Horde logo going. I so. am a oh, Blizzard yeah. fan. Yeah, boy. don't worry. Yeah, my hoodie is also it's a, it's a, the upgrade Horde one. Oh, we always accidentally dress the same. Yeah, <laughs> we actually ended up at uh, what? This is the loose wheel in Tacoma, wearing the exact same hoodie, and yeah, yeah. We either look like brothers or lovers. It doesn't really matter. At same, point. kind of the same Being thing members. some days. Yeah, it is. Let's say, is that wrong? I mean, <laughs> hey, as far hey, as I ju- know, you guys hey, are. So. Here at the Grit City Podcast, we do not judge. You know, he's a meat boy. I'm not. It's okay. <laughs> Super no. meat boy. Super meat boy. Mmm, <laughs> meat sweats. Oh. All right, guys, we need to take a break to refill our drinks. We're going to be back in just a second. Hey, guys, we just wanted to take a minute to let you know about our upcoming event that we look forward to every year more than anything else we get so excited like it's christmas norwestcon is 
the Pacific Northwest's largest science fiction fantasy literature convention. While it is three glorious days of everything nerd, everything literature, it's great, we love it, it's panels, what else is it? It is vendors, vendors. it's partying, it's partying, it's gaming, it's so much more, and if you go to, I think it's just NorwestCon.org? Yeah. Yep, NorwestCon.org. This is, is the 41st one. Is it 41? Yes. God, our NorwestCon's like... Oh, yeah. to drink. Yes. Like We've been going for 23 years. You can come. You can hang out with us. You can see Klingons and Klingons. Klingons get married. Yep. That's you happened. Can, that has happened. There is just a ton of fun. There's something for you and the whole family. Check it out at norwestcon.org. We are still looking for volunteers. If that is something you are interested or have ever wondered about, March swing 29th, by their website. March 29th through April 1st. That is Easter weekend, so it's a good excuse not to do religious stuff. Yeah. No, I have not seen an Easter meal in no. 23 years. Easter meal for me is usually Taco Bell hungover on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, is a good option. Ooh, nice. Yeah. But you have to be willing to go get it. Oh, delivery fuzz weird. Is it? All right. Go check out norwestcon.org slash volunteer if you are interested in throwing down. If not... Keep an eye on our Facebook page, and we will keep you abreast of where we are. You can come and hang out. Back to the show. Hey, Derek. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Now, uh, we didn't get into it, but I wanted to know how you got started in the podcasting world. Uh, so I kind of mentioned it a little bit with that it was a kind of a creative outlet. I used to do freelance photography on the side, okay. which when you are antisocial and don't like to network is a terrible hobby to have. <laughs> this is like doing podcasting and stuff. I've realized how much I need someone like Brogan who will talk to everybody. Yep. That's yep. you and Scott both have that problem. That's the only reason I'm yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not true. It's not true, but it is a really good reason. It is a really yeah. good reason. But a friend of mine and I would hop on Xbox Live and play Minecraft, Halo, right. GTA, and just kind of shoot the shit while we were there. And we were just making each other laugh the whole time. So we were like, you know what? Why don't we record this and throw it out there? And you see what happens. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we had no idea what we were doing. Uh, he basically, with the exception of when he would play those games with me, he just played World of Warcraft all the time. Mm -hmm. So while I would try to cover news and topics, and we would start off with, like, what have I been playing this week? It was always World of Warcraft. So <laughs> it devolved into, like, the last 10, 15 minutes of each episode was him talking about World of Warcraft. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. There's a huge following. It, there, there is a huge But there's following. a ton of World of Warcraft podcasts, too. Yeah. Is there really? Yeah, the same guys that do the Heroes of the Storm one, they do another one called uh, Ready to Raid or... Like, are you just there's talking... that one, there's uh, Blue Recluse, I believe, is another one. Yeah, there's a ton of World of Warcraft podcasts. I've played World of Warcraft since the beta, mm -hmm. and so I'm just trying to wonder what you would talk about. Would it be just like... Oh, a different strategy, different high-end rating strategies. Oh, That's almost oh, what they yeah. cover oh, okay. specifically. Uh, his was just like rating. rumors and news of what was going to come in the recent expansions, okay. which only goes so far. It'd like, take them two and a half years to put on an expansion. How much can you talk about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, then they talk about PvP. They have a like a, a section they'll talk about PvP. Then they have PvE quests. Okay, that I are guess pretty good yeah. Entry. There's some ways to do that. That I was just, a good question though, man, because I've never played and I was thinking the same thing. What the, the hell one they that, talk the about? one that fascinates <laughs> like, me is how do people talk about Minecraft? What? Yeah, that game seems like horrible to me. <laughs> That falls into a category I have no idea how you would do a podcast <laughs> yeah. on. Oh, you know what? I've been playing Fortnite though. I've been playing Fortnite's gangster. Yeah, I've been playing the the not build around version of that being yeah called the 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 hundred hundred yeah, person player, yeah, player that's the only one you, that's the only yeah, one to play that's how you make a Minecraft fun See, is you give everybody guns and you make it survival <laughs> like you make it battle royale style <laughs> like the last man standing wins and force that closer that is a very satisfying game it made me bring headphones to work yeah when I played Fortnite it was like the uh, the open beta like. The pre-launch stuff yeah. that they had done before they even rolled out the one versus one hundred style mm -hmm. gameplay, and it was absolutely terrible. Like all the different systems they had to upgrade, and like, oh, here, unlock these cards. Oh, combine these cards to upgrade this. Oh. And, Are you talking about Fortnite? Yeah. See, so, yeah, I've never played any other version than the one versus one hundred, where I can just try to hopefully jump out of a bus through the air onto the right gun. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I didn't even realize it was much more than, than just the 1 versus 100 because that's the only thing I've ever seen and the only thing that I've recognized about it. Yeah, they rolled out the free-to-play uh, after the popularity of PUBG, mm -hmm. basically, and they even called it, like, a battleground. And yeah. the funny part about it is uh, 
I'm going to blank on his name, but a uh, player unknown, yeah. the actual person, uh, put out a Facebook post or a tweet or something complaining that they were ripping him off. He stole it from it, H1Z1. Exactly. He stole it from like H1Z1. There's a movie a manga called yeah. Battle Royale? Yeah. Like, I mean, he's literally taking it from all the things. And even, like, I watched, I mean, like, a YouTube video. That Who was, like, is, is I'm sorry. I okay. need more background. Okay, so the guy, player unknown. Um, this is like a YouTuber? Uh, no, this Twitter is a guy or? who played a game. I think he just went by player unknown. Yeah, he was a uh, mod creator, uh, specifically with H1Z1 as well as Arma. Yeah. Okay. And, and these are just games like the first, like uh, uh, Day Z, which was the zombie know, game I'm... that I wanted to buy, which is uh, actually I bought it in early alpha, like an idiot. Yeah. Well, because it, it was seemed to be fun. It was what I wanted to have in a sort of survival type game. And then I realized with the server states and the fact that it was it, it was just a, it was a mess. Mm-hmm. And I I was really sad that I spent the money on it. It's like I won't have to buy it for any more later on. And then I got screwed. Oh, I bought Arma and like the mods to yeah. play. Arma the, the was DZ fine. Mod. Everything else about Arma Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but play that DZ mode. It was like, okay, cool. I get in and literally find no weapons. And no weapons, just, so, no people, no zombies. Oh, no, I found plenty of people. Oh, it didn't last very right. long. <laughs> Player Unknown did what? Um, so he saw all of those games and he realized that he wanted what we wanted, which was a battle royale. And so he set out to make this. Um, and... I know he was doing the mods because he was a modder for Arma, and then he finally found some guy in, like, Korea or something willing to build the game that he wanted to build. So that's how they got the company together, or he matched with the company, and they then created this game. Threw it out there pretty early, too. It's only The game's oh, only, yeah. like, two years old. Which, in this Fortnite? And this is Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. That's the actual name of the game. Well, he had a dog shit name. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyway. So basically the game mode that he created, Fortnite said, okay, well, why don't we put out a free-to-play version mm-hmm. so you're not spending the 30 bucks on PUBG. But the thing was is this game came out, like PUBG came out after H1Z1 mm-hmm. had their, they had two game modes that they branched off, which was literally this game yeah. mode and then a different one. Yeah, survival games are not new. No. Okay. So so and he got he got a little butt hurt about it. Yeah, so he yeah. got mad that somebody came out with a game that didn't have his name in it and it was more successful than him. It was more that it was partly that and then also that they were using the same branding that he was doing that he already ripped off from other media. Yeah. Tell that dude to take one and stuff it. The Gripsy Podcast <laughs> does not accept his claim on that and Fortnite is a better game and he should shut up. Hot take. <laughs> All right, next topic. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. Um, you mentioned video game movies, and I have to imagine that um, that they're all terrible, and so dissuade me from that. Uh, they are all terrible. <laughs> Which, wait, what? What's uh, any video game movie is terrible. You mean like well, like Assassin's Creed with Michael Fassbender? Oh, dude, I'm, cool. I'm unwilling to watch that because I'm worried it's going to be horrible. Yeah. I've been kind of the same way. Uh, the one with Mark Assassin's Wahlberg uh, with the... Dead people. Uh, damn it. Mark Wahlberg with the dead people. Was that the Max Payne one? Max Payne. Max Ooh. Payne wasn't bad. What? It wasn't, wasn't Max Payne, but yeah. Okay. Super Mario Brothers with the... Uh, okay, was so... Was fucking horrible. No, Shut no, the no, fuck no, 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 no. <laughs> we talked about that on the okay, recent yeah. Levels Up episode. Is that when I was a kid, eh, I absolutely hated that movie. Yeah. As I've had more of a respect for bad movies, mm. it's not that bad. Hey, it's better than Starship mm. Troopers. No. no. Oh, you shit. Shut I, the <laughs> up. Oh. I knew that was going to get him. Oh. I love Starship Troopers. There's a line in the sand, yeah, sir. You uh. crossed it. Now, okay, I have, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. I haven't gone back and watched Super Mario Brothers because, first mm. off, John Leguizamo ruins any movie he's in. That is not true no. either. Mm. No. Mm. You haven't seen the food truck I, movie. I think he was the, f- the only good part of Spawn, like the comic book oh, movie. Fact. Absolutely. <sighs> Sorry, mm. shut that down. And yeah, as <laughs> terrible, if you want to go bad movies, yes. John Leguizamo's in probably one of my top five worst movies. Have you seen Tu Wong Fu, Julie? Mo- like, that was on TV last night. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll have mm. to go watch it. You need to get TV. I do need actually. I need real TV. So go ahead. What were you saying? Oh, uh, he's in like I'm a huge fan of John Leguizamo. Like his stand up is hilarious. Mm-hmm. If you go back and watch the old HBO or Showtime specials, totally. He's done. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, I'm gonna fuck this all up. I'm gonna get IMDb. Oh my fucking god! Why is cast text? But he's been in one of the probably worst movies I've ever seen, which is The Pest. 
which is yeah. a terrible movie. So <laughs> that is bad. a pretty terrible movie. But it's one so of those bad. you just get drunk and watch it because it's the stupidest thing you've ever seen. Oh, we should write that down for the weird elephant guy because oh, he's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you got to put that the in the super. Right. That's funny. Now, uh, when we were bullshitting, uh, uh, I was somewhere about bad video game movies. Mm-hmm. Um and we we're trying to find if there are any good ones. Some people were bringing up movies. Blood that, Rain was awful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any Anything the, from Uwe Boll. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Uwe yeah. Boll is horrifying. Don't put no, that okay. guy in charge. Except anything. for one. Hmm. Have you ever heard of the Postal Games? Yes. No. They're like the worst games ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He made Postal, a movie. Where he runs around and shoots. He made a yeah. movie for uh. Postal. And it's Uwe Boll just embracing how terrible his movies are and turning it into this epic, horrible movie that it's actually entertaining. You can't say Ah, oh, you fucking He was asshole. in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, John Leguizamo was in Romeo and Juliet, and he didn't ruin that oh. movie, but he wasn't great in it. Uh, he was pretty good. <laughs> you know, Uwe Boll, Uwe Boll, however the hell you say his yeah, name. Yeah, that guy ruins everything he touches. He's, he's interesting because I actually, I have a friend who um, works in games media as well, who has done many things with him. Um, and he's actually, he was on maybe, because I know he made multiple Postal movies, I think. Or maybe it was just in one. I think you just did the one, yeah. I know that he was in a scene or something mm-hmm. like that as an extra in one of Uwe Boll's movies. And he was, like, tight with them. And it was just like, I can't. Oh, Brogan just left. I can't. I can't. <laughs> hey, are you going to be back? Huh? Are you going to be back? John Leguizamo was in John Wick. Oh, you stop talking. <laughs> you just stop. Stop talking. I'm glad he's away now. I mean, we can have, okay, it's just the three of us now. We can talk like this. Okay. Um, but it, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's John Lake was almost terrible, but uh, we're talking about video game movies, and obviously a lot of the ones that are based off of properties are mm-hmm. iffy at best. Um, I thought the Warcraft movie wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, no, I actually that was on because we kind of separated our list with movies we hated, movies we loved. Mm-hmm. I honestly enjoyed it, and this is coming from someone who, granted, I haven't played World of Warcraft in probably five or six years at this point. Mm-hmm. I finally kicked that habit. It was yeah. terrible. Um, <laughs> but as someone who played the original World of Warcraft games and was into the lore when it first came out, yeah, yeah. I was totally into the movie. I enjoyed it. And I'm still really into the lore. That's the thing that keeps getting me back. Uh, I will play at the beginning of an expansion, and I'll play at the very end of the expansion, mm-hmm. so I experience all the storyline stuff. Or I'll just watch the videos, and I get it, it, it just brings me back. Um, and, and you don't have to pay a monthly fee for it. Yeah, usually not. I'll, I'll pay like I'll pay fourteen bucks. I'll pay for a month. Okay, I'm fine. I'm yep. good. Um, the other thing is that I like the movie as well. The story was what the story was, but the effects were really good. Yeah. And I think that really helps a lot of these video game movies now. Is you can kind of at least get by. And I'm with really, some of those. And I'm really surprised that Blizzard didn't put out an animated movie at this point. It was almost Like, animated. if you watch... <laughs> very true. Uh, it, but you watch, especially, like, any time the trailers or the new expansions would come out, they would have these just mm-hmm. insane cinematics that were completely CG. And it's like, why didn't you guys do that? Like... That's a great point. Make, make, almost every game they put out, right? You have the um, the intros, like the, the you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they, Starcraft, they, Diablo, all of them, yeah. right? Every game that you you play has these great cinematic intros and cinematic you know middle pieces. Why don't they do a movie? Right? I, I always wonder about that, and just wonder what the cost of the animation of just doing those little scenes are compared to an entire movie. But yeah, they, but when you look at how on games, right? I was going to say, look at how big their user base was. Like at one point, they had 15 million subscribers at 15 bucks a month. Well, they say games are, are like the new are the new films, right? Like like when a new game comes a lot out, of them can yeah, be, yeah, it's like two hundred, mm-hmm. three hundred million, you know, on on a big big game. Like that's mm-hmm. what the numbers you used to get in movies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, why not put the money towards it? I don't know. But who am I? Fuck, I'm just a drunk guy in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the next big Hollywood producer. Whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna open this Rainier right here. There, there you that go. Shit. So you got a drink and a Rainier? Shh. Wow. Aren't they the same thing? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. So uh, getting back with the, the other movies, uh, the other thing that someone brought up were uh, movies that aren't necessarily based off of video game properties, mm-hmm. but are about video games. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph or yep. uh, Tron, which I wasn't sure if the arcade game came out before or after I the believe movie. it came out after. Okay, because it was Disney and Disney's weird with their video game property stuff. Really? Yeah. But we also brought up, we talked about... Uh, just video games based on movie properties. Mm-hmm. So we kind of went the other route with it. Okay. And just that some of the worst video games were based on movies. <laughs> as well as some right. really good ones. Like and, which ones? Because I'm, I'm uh, Spider Man to... 2. Oh. Was an awesome game. Yeah. Uh, the 
it was just the web swinging oh, mechanics okay. yeah, through yeah, the yeah. city was awesome. But then you also had um, the Superman 64 game. I was going to wonder if you're going to bring that the, up. Wor- one of the probably top three worst games I've ever played. Lex Luthor is going to destroy the world. Fly through some hoops. <laughs> Fly through these rings and avoid the fog. <laughs> also, there are no citizens in this city. Well, I mean, that's better than, uh, well, I would just have to say better than Man of Steel because at least then people aren't getting killed indiscriminately. Yeah, but you couldn't destroy anything in that game either. So. No, that's boring. Yeah. Uh, but one of the ones I brought up that was movie adjacent as far as a video game goes was the Kingdom Hearts series. Like, would oh, yeah. you consider that a video game? Uh, movie video game Mm, yeah gosh because there's just so much there's like they just basically took every every disney property they wanted and just kind of smashed it into and they even played out some of the scenes from like tron and oh i didn't even realize that because i didn't get super into kingdom hearts i didn't either i played them just because it was everyone's like oh you have to play these and i'm like (laughs) i'm gonna be that one guy on the internet who doesn't like this (laughs) i like to um I like to say that uh, I'm, uh, I mean, I, I say I'm a gamer because I do a lot of gaming, mm-hmm. but I don't play a lot of new games. I've realized PUBG has been the most recent new one for me, and I'll try out some games here and there. Um, I'm kind of excited at this point right now for Sea of Thieves. Right, right there, uh, sea of Thieves, which is the Xbox PC yep. pirate yep. MMO, which I'm kind of stoked about. I wasn't going to play it until they rolled out their like monthly game service for 10 bucks and that's going to be a day one release on it. So I will pay 10 bucks to play that game. Yeah. Nice. And get tired of it after a month and never play it again. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of excited to see where it's going to go. I know that the, the couple of betas at the beginning were a little buggy. So I'm going to see where it goes. It comes out in March, so we'll mm-hmm. see. Hopefully they'll get that fixed at that point. Are there any games that you're like super stoked about? Oh, man. Um, I play just about everything that comes out, just so I can talk about it. Um, sea of Thieves is probably the next one I'm really looking forward to, just because it's something different. Yeah. Um, I what know is it? It's the pirate MMO that we just talked about. On oh, shit. Welcome, <laughs> welcome back, bro. Sorry. I, back. I had a friend that needed free magic cards. I get that. I get that. I mean, one of your french fries. Um I know a lot of people are excited about Far Cry 5, which I have no interest in. Yeah, I never really least. had an interest in. I don't know. I Like I said, I'll, just, I'll play just about anything, so there's nothing I'm really super stoked about, probably until the middle of the year. But a lot of the stuff I was interested in, like Red Dead Redemption 2, Ooh, Anthem, yeah. they've all been delayed. Yeah. So I can't really be excited for those. How do you um, how do you feel about delays and stuff like that? I mean, especially with like you guys, we talked about Blizzard. Blizzard ha- comes out with the will release when we release sort of schedule. R- uh, Rockstar, again, with Red Dead Redemption, they really do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Bethesda seems to be kind of cool with just announcing, releasing, and then letting other people patch their, their properties. Or putting out terrible versions of games. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and that's coming from someone who was a fan of the newest Mass Effect. Uh, oh, I didn't mind it. It was all right. Uh, But, yeah, like Rockstar specifically, they haven't released a game on schedule in the last 15 years. Ever? Yeah. But they make (laughs) damn fine games. I'd rather rather them take the time to make it right. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm completely cool with that. But then go kind of the Bethesda route of saying, or the Blizzard route, it'll be done when it's done. Don't give me an E3 presentation where I'm going to show off this badass trailer and then do nothing with it for the next six months. I I know a good amount of game devs, and one of the things I've realized when I see that there is a ship date uh, on a property that most of the time the devs did not want that. No. And now they're just panicking on trying to get anything out at that point by that time because someone else had an arbitrary decision to go... Let's send it out then, because then we'll be able to sell it during the holidays. Yep, exactly. And it's usually rough with that but sort of stuff. But as far as delays go, I'm cool with it. I mean, there's so much stuff out there, especially when you get into indie gaming and oh, just yeah. how many games are coming out on Steam every week. I know. There's so much to play. I'm okay with the delay. Hey, the Greenlight games are great. Which oh, yeah. ones are those? And, uh, the really cheap ones. So if you go into Steam and they mm-hmm. actually have like a green light section, which is all indie games and they're dirt cheap. Oh, they're like a buck. Or yeah, they're a, usually a, like early access yeah. kind of stuff. Ah, okay. or, yeah. or yeah, like indie games will put their early access on it or just somebody that makes a game. And it's really cheap. Like, um, well, and two of my so, most like, favorite of- games uh, recently are Shovel Knight and oh, Crypto yeah. the Necrodancer. I've heard of Crypt of the Necrodancer. I know Shovel Knight because it's, it's, it's another platformer. Wonderful. With, yeah. Yeah. It's repeatedly has been one of my favorite games every year because they've been releasing free content on it. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. There's like three different campaigns now. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Crypt of the Necrodancer was one I had gotten on early access on Steam Greenlight. And it's a 
rhythm game, kind of 8-bit style that has just really good music to it. Okay. That has your character kind of dungeon crawling, moving on the beat of the songs. <laughs> it's awesome. Okay, and I need to check that out. I spent out. like 10 bucks on it on Steam Greenlight, and it's probably a $25, $30 game now. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn it. See, that's the problem, too, is, like, I, I got burned on DayZ. It, it's worth it. And I'm like, I don't know, should I get early access stuff? Crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess with the indie ones, when you're going with, like, the 8-bit sort of thing, mm-hmm. you can go with that. Hey, guys, we need to take another commercial break. We need to refill our drinks, and uh, we will be back in just a second. Hey, guys, do you like board games, card games, or any kind of... You, you do? Yeah! Hey, me too. So, we are sponsored by Wizards Keep Games up in Renton. They're at... 17148 116th Avenue South East Renton, Washington 98409898 I gave it to my Alright <laughs> Hey guys You should check out Wizards Keep Games They're our sponsor They sell board games and Pokemon cards and magic cards and all kinds of wonderful games If there is a game that doesn't have a battery we sell it they are located on 17148 God damn it. This I can't do great. it. Great. I'm keeping this. This is the entire ad. We're still <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping this. Uh, you can find them at wizardskeepgames.com. Yeah, they have the keep... address. <laughs> Everyone has a smartphone. Yes. And it's great. Check out our events calendar and our specials and our pre-orders all online at wizardskeepgames.com. Back to the program. Hi, Derek. Hello. Um, one of the things I want to ask you about, because we, we didn't necessarily get into it. We talked about some gaming. What are your thoughts on old school gaming? I, I mean, I grew up with video games. What was your first system? Uh, Atari 2600. Nice. Even though Man, I was too. like three or four. Yeah. yeah. E.T. Yeah. Yeah. Um, E.T. <laughs> I actually have a copy of it. I've never played it. Oh, dude, you don't. I found it at a Goodwill. I was like, I have to buy this. It's five bucks. E. It's going on my shelf. is the first three minutes of the original gold Zelda game. What? That's how it plays. It play, You're just literally walking between two maps, and then you're going into a spaceship. It, oh. It's that bad. I saw a special, like, uh, like a Netflix special yep. or something on it, and they were talking about how it was just this guy who, first off, they like lived at like a party dorm making Atari games, essentially, like hot tub stuff, big balling, sort of crazy, crazy shit. And uh, he wanted to do, he had a high concept game that he wanted to do with E.T., like 3D essentially stuff, as much as you could possibly do on an E.T., like on like an Atari cartridge. And it just turned out to be what it was. And no one really got it. And no one was really good at it. And everyone got stuck in a fucking pit. Then they buried it. It was a terrible game. <laughs> yeah. I had it. They buried it, it in was the desert. Yep. Miserable. Well, miserable and there's a. Game. It's probably on the Xbox Marketplace or the Microsoft Market, whatever the hell they call it at this point. Yeah. Um, there's actually a documentary where they went back and mm-hmm. dug up. Yeah. Like yeah, they that's found. Them. Yeah, they found them. And, yeah. and they were just talking with this guy, and he like uh, like super like romanticized because he was the guy who programmed it. And like all these people called the worst game ever, and he mm-hmm. was showing. He's like, no, it was this really high concept thing that I only had six. Did weeks he ever to play complete. that shit? Because it was a shitty game, man. He it was like it the worst, worst game. <laughs> they it was not a beta tester. Shitty game, man. <laughs> Dude, they buried it in the desert. They should like a hooker that was about to flip on the mob. Yeah, like that shit was buried in the middle of the night in the desert. Like it was all of them. Miserable. I remember staring at my TV just being miserable at that game. Well, and like, the worst part about it is... What am I getting? The like first three minutes player? Fuck this game. <laughs> I hated it, man. And the worst part about it is, you know, they went and buried this in the desert. He dug it up for what? I went and bought it for five bucks when I found a copy of Goodwill. <laughs> I think it was just the fact that it was the urban legend that, like, no one would actually bury game cartridges in a fucking desert. <laughs> and yet here's Atari saying, we are so embarrassed by this. Like, don't, <laughs> like, we, like how can you be that embarrassed about a video game? That's play the that difference. motherfucker. That's why. <laughs> if you play it, you'll know. It's a terrible game. You know what? When you go to the time frame, though, that was around the crash of the gaming market. So yeah, that is true. Maybe they just felt responsible yeah. for that. That, you know. It ain't the mob. <laughs> like, like, that guy just got paid $12 to drive that truck out. And they just buried the Jimmy Hoffa under yeah. the pile of Atari cartridges. <laughs> that would have been some shit. They're just like, here we Three go. Three dead bodies of the <laughs> yeah. developers and all the Atari cartridges. <laughs> it's just the embarrassment. Yeah. That's some shit we wouldn't right? have found. 
So you started on the Atari. Where'd you go after that? Uh, I went Nintendo. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was an NES kid. Uh, now, how old were you when the NES came out? Um, or when you got in When NES. we got it, I think I was four years old. Okay, so it was about the same age. You're about the same age as me. No, it how was... old are you? You're 35? 33. Yeah, okay, so... Ooh, oh, yeah, younger he's way younger than us, because I'm just yeah. like, I got that yeah. really late or not. We won't hold it against you. But we <laughs> had... Uh, I remember um, my parents got it, and mm-hmm. my stepdad was like, this is my toy, and I'm like... I'm going to play it. And we ended up, you got Super Mario Brothers and yep. Duck Hunt. And we also had. Uh, or you had that friend that got track and field with the giant pad. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't that cool. I had a neighbor who had that. Same here. And they were balling. Yeah. He was like, like, all, like, I had all the friends that had all the cool toys. And we had, we had the Nintendo and I was cool with it. But it was the double cartridge of Duck Hunt and Mario Brothers and then Mike Tyson's Punch Out. And so those were the two that we ended up having. I played this. See, goddamn, you know that pad was way ahead of its time, man. When you think about it, right? Like, mm-hmm. who else? Yeah. Had, nobody had that shit. Like, that yeah, didn't then. come back around till the Wii, right? But you think you were baller? You know what I had? Wow. I had the Mario individual cartridge, then the Duck Hunt and Hogan's Alley cartridge. Whoa, Ooh, ballin'. Yeah, I had another I, friend I, that had that, like that one. Yeah. Like, I had a lot of friends that I kind of just outsourced for. The I also cool had the stuff. orange gun. <laughs> you just outsourced stuff for their yeah, cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, let's go to I, his house. He's got this sh- oh, cool I was game. such a dick when it came to that <laughs> stuff when I was a little kid. Like, I remember um, I would go over to my cousin's house because they had a Commodore, I think, 128. Mm-hmm. And so they had a lot of cool games. And anytime I'd go over there, I'd be like, hey, let's go play the things. And, I, and like, this is my – and she just literally called me out one day. And we're like, like five and six. She's like, you only come over here to play my games. And I was like mm. – yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, no, I, I had a friend growing up that was uh, two houses down that he had all the stuff we didn't have. So, like, he would get the Sega Saturn oh. and the Genesis and uh-huh. Dreamcast and all of it. My, my grandmother got a Sega Genesis, and it was technically for the kids because her place would be sort of the gathering place after school a lot of the times and stuff like that. But uh, eventually she got into Sonic. Like Sonic the Hedgehog. Grandma was nice. got into oh. Sonic. Yeah, she played oh. it all the time. Grandma got to go fast. Well, it was that, and it how like every button did the same thing. Every button yeah. jumped, so all you had to do was jump and move, and all you had to do was move forward. Like it was one of the easier games for anyone to get into. Yeah. And it's play. actually the first game I ever beat. Really? Yeah. Nice, nice. What was the first game you ever beat, Derek? Uh, Contra Konami Code. Oh, oh I okay. Code. Let, me re- let me take that back. That is the first game I ever beat. <laughs> up, up, down, that, down, left, right, right, right left, A, D, It's got to be Mario start. Brothers for if me. If you man. want to play I was going to say Mario regular... 3 might have been the other uh, one that see, was around the same time. I don't know when I beat Mario 3, but it was in my teens, yeah. so it definitely it, wasn't the first that, for one. For me, that was the original Mario Brothers. I beat it when I was like 16. My aunt, we had <laughs> shipped our NES. Uh, she lives down in California, and we were just visiting for like two, three weeks, visiting with all of our relatives down there. And I was like, you have a Nintendo here. I haven't played video games in a couple of weeks. I need to kind of hop in on this. <laughs> and then just like, just pinball wizard style put in earbuds. Nice. <laughs> Popped out a record and just started playing at Mario. Thing. I'm just yeah. going to play, play it until I beat it. I sat playing for probably about an hour. I failed the first time on the last castle and then finally managed to do it the second time. <laughs> I just And uh, it still to this day is one of my proudest gaming accomplishments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is we, I have a friend who does uh they've got uh two small kids and it was like you can play any video will get the video games. I think they either had an original Nintendo, like they found one, got all the games or whatever. It's like you can play any of the other games as soon as you beat the first level of Super Mario Brothers. Hmm. Not anything beyond that, mm. just the first level. No tutorial, sit down, play it like we did. Yeah, well, that I mean, that's how we all did it. Yeah. Well, and there's been people that have been closer to our age that have had kids mm-hmm. that want to play video games. And there was one guy, it was a story on Kotaku years ago. That he was talking about, he would let his kid play video games, but he had to come up through the systems. Oh, nice. So he had to play original NES for like a year, and then Super Nintendo for a year, yeah, and you gotta N64. Get into it. That's kind of to fun. To lead him up into kind of the same history. And I'm like, 
nowadays, if I saw my friends playing Halo and I went back and played all of that without the nostalgia, I probably wouldn't be playing video games. Hey, do you guys want to adopt a baby and we'll just do that? <laughs> hard pass. Like, like three. <laughs> no. like, come on. Hard pass. He can live with you. Um, no. I would rather try to teach my cat how to play video We'll name games. him John Wayne. <laughs> that would actually be pretty cool. That would be kind of cool, but yeah. it's not going to happen. Neither is a baby. Scott? No. Thank no. you. No. Yeah, me either. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't try to pawn off your weird ideas on us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Please? No. <laughs> Fuck. But, man, I encourage you. Like, hey, go no, for it. No, no, no. This is, this is three men and a nerd baby. <laughs> three men and a nerd baby. Uh, Jesus. That might be the, the subtitle for this episode. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Uh, I, so now I'm the nerd baby. Yeah, right, I think so. Screw it. Sorry. I'll own it. <laughs> Oh. Hey, we come with benefits. Like, you, Wait, get what? Boo- what? you get booze. Dude. Oh, okay. Oh. I'm like, what? You're going to be so three- the nerd baby booze. Three I mean, men and a drunk ass nerd baby. That's not going to help your kids for adoption. <laughs> oh, who said we're going to adopt? I'm just talking about oh, like, just just borrow one. or yeah. something? No, steal from North Korea. They don't pay attention. They can't even keep their lights on at night. Steal? Oh. Are you going to go to North Korea? No, I'm going to get them to put them in the mail. <laughs> I mean, I would like to say you can't mail a baby. Don't think I haven't. But you know, someone's trying. I would like to say that. Just so you know, they actually used to mail children in the U.S. It was totally legal. You, you could do that. I, yeah, that sounds like it. that, it's hilarious because we got a room full with we, we get women in the room and they're all nodding their heads like, "Yeah, we wanted to mail some babies." <laughs> like, well, yeah, because having kids, if you couldn't fit them <laughs> mail in the giant, that shit across the, if you couldn't fit them in the giant blue mailbox, and you had to go to UPS to mail them, and that's yeah. awkward, isn't it? Like, do you like seriously? Like, would you just like stick a stamp on them say here would you like to get on this plan and you just go or do you put them in a box with holes in it and just hope for the best eh, whatever mm. yeah. I, I guess it de- i guess it depends on how much you trust your neighbors eh. or how much <laughs> how much you like your baby yeah like, hey. <laughs> that'd be the worst thing is like someone steals a package off your doorstep and it's a child yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, wait, hold on. Yeah. The year of 1915 was a banner year for mailing of children. <laughs> wow. On, on January 27th, 1913, Mr. and Mrs. J.W. Savis of Pine Hollow, Pennsylvania, entrusted their daughter to rural carrier James Byerly out of Sharpsville, Pennsylvania. He delivered her safely that afternoon to relatives in Clayton or Clay Hollow. It cost 45 cents <laughs> to send their daughter for the few first years of, of the U.S. Postal Service. That beats it was totally legal to mail them as long as they were under 50 pounds. So, like I said, oh my we could fit the mail slot. Like, either you had to have a skinny child or you just, it was like a young child. Dude, I wonder if stamp collectors are out there trying to buy kid mailing stamps. Like, like, would was, they still have to honor that shit? Like, like, 50 pounds is like a six-year-old, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I sell totally three more mail your, 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 like, I'll kindergartner. Be, hey, you want to no. go to school? Hey, hey fuck I'll off. Be, I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest. I was over 50 pounds in kindergarten, so <laughs> I can't do that. At six years old, I'm going to mail myself before I walk across the right? state. Like, God, if I would have known that, that would have been the easiest way to run away. Like when I tried, <laughs> when I tried to run away, man, all I did was grab my big old like velvet poster, my markers, and start walking down the road. Yeah. Grab a bunch of box tops as off the cereals and throw yourself in the mail, and you're gonna go get your toy. Like six weeks, my ass. I'm showing up to pick mine up. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. My mom gave me two stamps, one for there and one for back. Oh shit! That's how I went to Wild Ways for the first six years of my life. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I mean. We're creeping up on an hour here, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. This is a good. I think this is a good place for us to end that uh, with mailing children. That yeah? is so amazing, Derek. Again, dude, thank you so much for being on with us. This has been amazing. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, tell us a little bit yeah. more. Uh, yeah, pimp out, pimp out your stuff. Yeah. So if anyone wants to check out the Sometimes Geek podcast, you can go to sometimesgeek.com. I have the whole archive of episodes there. If you want to listen to the really shitty early ones, <laughs> uh, I also have links to all my social media: facebook.com/sometimesgeek, Twitter at sometimesgeek, as well as an email which I'm always looking for guests, topics, questions, things like that. Children, and, uh, what's your mailing address? <laughs> if you can email a child, I'll take it. Uh, sometimes geek at gmail.com. Don't say shit like that. <laughs> That's how you get on a list. I'm sure I'm on that list already. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Derek, thank you so much. And if you guys want to contact us at the Grit City Podcast, uh, where can they do that, Scott? Um, GritCityPodcast.com. You can subscribe. You can find everything there. Share, uh, like, subscribe, all that your- stuff. 
your RSS feeds if not because we have changed our hosting service to the big league. Absolutely. Make sure your RSS feeds are all updated. And if you have any questions, any comments, if we said something stupid and you want to correct us because you're <laughs> Don't a nerd, do, do so. They can send us an email info at gritcitypodcast.com. Thank you guys and good night. Thank you. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com.